What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Naime, with Digging It With Naime. If it's your first time on the pod, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back, family. Today's episode is just me. Uh, Kim did not join us this week, so it will be a short episode. I just want to share a little bit of kind of reflection, some things I've been thinking about going through, some revelations. This past weekend, I was in... Texas, Bay Mount, I think I'm saying it correctly, Bay Mount, uh, Bay Mount, Texas at Lamar University, and I was teaching and just taking classes with uh, Grand Canyon University, which is a school I teach at and professor there. Um, I teach dance, hip-hop dance there, and it was just a really good experience. I've never been in a institution like that. Um, I've done the whole intensives. I've done classes, dance classes where you, you know, take classes all day for a couple of days or whatever. I've done that before, but I've never done it in an educational setting like this as a, as universities, right? Universities were there. There were other professors there. There were other collegiate people there and I've never done that. And the experience was really great. It, it, it is a different vibe than just intensives. Um, people, I mean, it's just different. Um, people are willing to just kind of learn more than just dance, right? There's just other processes that kind of go hand in hand with it. And it's a very different vibe and energy. Uh, but it was just a really good time. And my classes were really rich and fun. Um, I taught hip-hop grooves. And the way I did that, at the end I taught choreography, but the choreography was more so to put into practice what we had been doing, um, but the the class consisted of a lot of them free, just freestyling and kind of warming up to the different music, but also just understanding musicality. Um, a lot of these dancers, because they dance in the collegiate form, you know, have modern and contemporary backgrounds, jazz backgrounds. So the the movement, the music is very, the the lifestyle of hip hop is very different. And so I give them space to kind of experiment with it, play with it, and then I give them choreography to then practice it. Um, and so that's kind of what the class was, and it was a really good time. I always start and end my class with a little breathing exercise, um, and then I end my class with just. A, a form of them recognizing each other and just being seen. I think it's really important for that. And I typically, they, they, it gets a little emotional and, and, and people, um, it does get a little emotional. And my class is, is very rich in that. But it was just such a beautiful reminder of like how much in purpose I am. Of just how everything is, is perfectly in its timing and at 29 there's so much I've learned that got me here today and if I was a professor at any other age there would have been things I had missed but because of the journey I've been on like now is a perfect time for me to become a professor right became professor at 28 which is crazy to me and there's just there's so much just beauty in that um of my journey my journey brought me here and I've dreamt about this. I just didn't think it'd be a now thing, right? And I think I've shared this before. Um, but it was just a good experience. It was a great time. I learned a lot. I experienced a lot. I was able to learn off of other teachers. And I went, I went to the, um, I went to the, all the other hip hop classes and then West African dance class. And so 
the professors that I had were black and then an Asian um, young lady. And so it was like just this this beauty also of, of like um, decolonizing the space in that like we were there together, right? We were experiencing it together. We were able to take class together. Um, the, the two of them were black women and then a black male and then an Asian woman. But it was just like, yo, we're here together. And it was kind of just a dope experience of us being there. And what I mean by decolonizing, um, I don't necessarily meant like we actually decolonized, right? No, we did colonize by the idea of like, because white supremacy says we're not supposed to be here, right? Because we aren't supposed to be in this space. And even though our numbers were small, we were mighty together. And I, that was just a beautiful moment for me. Um, being that I do come from a university where I'm the only person of color in the in the in the department that I'm in right and so there's just the beauty in like what I experienced with these women and men and it was just really great um and I loved it and then we were also there were also other uh, people of color and, and black well I think that was all the black folk it was just the ones I had like the ones I was with but we were able to even discuss that right what does decolonizing look in our spaces what does it look like um, in creating our art form, how are we creating? How are we bringing, bridging gaps? How are we uh, making space for other people of color and, and Black and, and Indigenous folk? Like, what does that look like? And so we were able to have these conversations as well, which is a, such a beautiful thing, and I'm all about and I'm all for. So I really enjoyed my time. Uh, to segue into this other little section, um, so in 2020. And I think these kind of go hand in hand. They go, they go together. But in 2020, during the pandemic, I began a walking journey um, where I would wake up every morning and I would walk. During the winter, my walking dwindles because it's just really cold and I'm just like not here for the cold. Um, <laughs> so in the winter, my walking looks different. I do it later in the day um, or I don't even do it at all. A few days ago, I came into contact, and I came into contact, I experienced this, I found this uh, Alex Ale, who I've, I've been following her for a while, but she then led me to this woman, Libby DeLuna, who walks. They have this thing called This Morning Walks, um, and what they do is they, they, they walk, <laughs> Uh, Libby DeLuna has been walking for the past 10 years every single day. She's in her 50s, I believe. Um, gray hair, gray, long, beautiful hair. But she, white woman, just, just walks. Every day for the past 10 years, she has a walking like meditation. And she just walks, and that's her thing. And Alex L. came across her book, Do Walk, and she began walking too. And like I said, so since 2020, so the past two years, I've have this walking journey and it's not consistent right like I haven't consistently walked for the past two years um and typically I don't walk on the weekends I sleep in and I kind of chill on the weekends but since coming across her page I'm like I want to do this so I have a goal and today's day four but I have a goal to walk for the next year consistently um this woman walks rain shine snow it doesn't matter she's walking and so I'm going to practice it in the past four days has been really great. I've also, um, I journal regularly. And so I've been journaling after my walk. And it's been just a really cool process of like, what do I remember experiencing? What do I remember seeing? And one thing I noticed 
um, that I, I found interesting. And I noticed it when I was walking in Tempe. But as y'all know, I moved and I kind of live in the middle of nowhere. I live in Buckeye and it's just dirt and bushes and trees around me. And there's a, there's some houses too, but I'm literally in the middle of nowhere. And my walking practice has been everywhere. I've, I've walked all over where I live and just gone wherever I feel like going. I don't go on a set path, so every day is a different journey. And even if I was to walk the same path, I've noticed different things as I've walked. What I've noticed, um, well, first off, there's beautiful quail in the morning that I've been coming into contact with, and they're just so cute and pretty because uh, it's not common to see quail, you know? Like you see birds all the time, you see pigeons, but quail, it's really cool. And I feel like there's not many pigeons out here, at least not when I'm walking. Like I said, I see a lot more birds and and quail. But as I'm walking, um, I notice this in Tempe as well. But there's this like pep in my step that I have. There's this excitement that I have. And if you've seen me in person, you know I carry with me this like, um, this being. And what I mean by that is that, like, I just am. Um, There's just this confidence I carry. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know from where. I just know I've always just had this, like, understanding of just I am. Um, Not that I carry any authority with me other than just being human. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, right? Like, I have this understanding that like I'm just an image bearer of God, image bearer of God. And so in and of itself with that, there's just this like being that I have. Um, And I think now at 29, I'm able to communicate like it's that just that's this knowledge of like I'm just an image bearer. And before it was like, I don't know, I just I just walk into the space and I just know that I am. Um. And so because of this, I walk differently. I've also been really intentional. A lot of times I walk with my head down because I like to look at my shoes and I like to pay attention to how I walk. But I've been intentional about walking straight up with my back, right? My, my, my chest out, my back straight, my head up. I'm, I'm looking forward, looking past. I'm observing things. And at first I've noticed people staring at me, looking at me as they drive by or others who are walking by. And I always say good morning to everyone. I always wave. Right, I'm acknowledging someone else's being, something I, I believe in doing and, and I try to do. Um, but I've noticed at first what I thought was confusion. I was like, why do I feel like these people are confused of me walking? <laughs> like that's what the faces, it looked like they were confused. As I was walking today, what I realized is it wasn't necessarily confusion, and maybe not everyone's face, but majority of the faces I saw, um, they, they are white, first off. I, I'm in a, in a white space. But it's also very, um, like, appalled. What I thought was one's confusion is, like, this appalledness, this look of, like, who does she think she is type of look. And what I realized is because I'm a young woman, um, and, and I probably look younger than I, than I, you know, am to them. But what I realized is that, like, I'm a woman who's taking ownership of her body. And what I mean by that is, like, 
I'm not, and I'm not saying how I dress, right? Like how I dress is, is as though I'm going for a walk. So it's been like 50 degrees in the morning here. So I have a small little sweater or coat, um, you know, pants, some tennis shoes. Um, so, so like I'm, I'm not, you know, exposing anything. Um, so the ownership of my body isn't in the like exposure of just showing off my body, which you know, I'm no one to say whether that's right or wrong. That That's what you do. Um, I'm just not doing that while I'm walking. And when it gets hotter, will I probably do that? Probably, right? When it's hotter, when it's warmer, I'll probably have my sports bra, some shorts on, whatever. But right now, it's a little chilly. So I'm not necessarily, you know, like my, my body's covered. But I think there's this, like, annoyance of ownership that I'm even daring to, like, walk with the authority that I have. Right, as women and even other women see this and say it, but there's this like understanding, unspoken understanding, right? There's a societal norm of like women are nothing um, without the men that surround them, right? So the idea of me walking by myself in the middle of nowhere is like, oh my goodness, right? The idea of walking by myself without a man specifically, right? It's like, oh my goodness, what are you doing? But then now I walk with a pep in my step, right? There's sometimes where I'm dancing, depending if I'm listening to music. Um, there's other times when there's no music and I'm just listening to the birds talk to each other, right? Singing their beautiful morning song. There's other times I'm listening to a podcast. And so there's this like, and like the word I keep coming to is there's the phrase I keep coming to is a pep in my step, right? There's this like walk I have. Um, because there's excitement, there's joy. Um, as you guys know now, I've been dealing with some health issues. And so there's been this like cloud over my head of, of just a cloud of just darkness. Um, and not like what I mean by darkness is like there's just it, it just feels like it's been raining. Like literally it's just been a, a cloudy day and just rain. And so now I'm in a space where it's like there's a lot more clarity in my mind there's a lot more joy. Um, not that I didn't have joy before, but the joy now is just is just this like energy. I just have energy. <laughs> I just my body is willing to walk. My body is ready to walk. My mind is clear, and I, I just wasn't feeling like that before. And I think that that's appalling to people. I think that upsets people because I shouldn't be doing that. Because we're in a pandemic, so I shouldn't have this joy or this clarity. Because um, there's a war going on, I shouldn't feel this way. Because there's civil wars going on in other countries, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Right? Because there, um, I think I already said the pandemic. Because there's just so much happening, I shouldn't feel A, B, C, and D. And it's like, I do. And so there's these faces I get, these looks of like, how dare you? And there are some of them have been from women too. I had a woman, I was walking and I, and I thought she was going to turn. She didn't have her signal on, but I was crossing the street. I thought she was turning because she stops and she just watched me walk. But she had a disgusted face on, like a face. <laughs> she looked disgusted. And I thought she, like, and, and when I walk, I don't rush my walk. And so I'm a pedestrian. I take my time. I'm not rushing to get out of her way. Like, I'm going to take my time. You can be patient. I'm patiently walking. And she just has this disgusted face. I pass. 
I think she's about to turn and she just starts driving and goes straight. And I'm like, at first there's this like fear of like, oh my goodness, you know, who is this woman? Is she going to turn around and, and come after me? Is she going to try to pick me up, put me in the car, right? Like there's this, this little fear I have. And then after a while, after she leaves, I'm like, no, she, my, my walking bothered her. My ownership of myself, of my limbs, of my freedom to move my arms, like that bothered her. And I'm, you know, I was just, wow. There's some, uh, some other um, situations that happen where people will slow down and just stare at me as I walk. You know, they might be staring because I'm beautiful. You know what I'm saying? That's a possibility and all. <laughs> but fundamentally, I think a lot of it is just that, like, I'm choosing to care for myself in a way that makes other people uncomfortable. And I think that has been my life as long as I've known. I've lived in a space where it's like, I just chose me. And it upsets people. I've gotten... Um, and, and I mean, not all of them have been good choices, right? There's been times where I chose myself and it was like, that was probably a little selfish of me. And maybe I should have been a little more thoughtful or considerate unto others. Um, but there's just a lot of times where the way I think and the way I say things is not the norm. And I have people that get really upset that I'm rocking the boat. Like I've been challenged because of how challenging I am. I've been challenged because the way I process and think isn't what you're supposed to process and think. You shouldn't think like that. I've had people literally tell me that I shouldn't think like that in certain occasions. And it's not like harmful the way I think to anyone else. It's just, it's really just questioning the status quo. And so I just found it interesting that I noticed it today. Um, This walking practice that I have has been very much so like, a walking meditation, right, where I'm very mindful, I'm very present in what I'm walking. I'm, I'm paying attention to the, how the sun feels on my, on my joints and my skin. I'm paying attention to how my joints feel first off, right, because I, I, I deal with a lot of joint pain. And so making sure that my body feels okay to walk. There's mountains that are surrounding me, so I'm paying attention to that. I'm paying attention that the moon was still up today as I walked, and it was beautiful crescent, and it just looks great, um, Excuse me, it was bigger than a crescent. But like I'm paying attention to these things, right? So so it's a mindful practice for me. And so with that, I've noticed people. And I notice the uncomfortability they look. They, They present. And I could be totally misreading all this and it could be completely incorrect. Um... But that's what I noticed. And the same thing is what I would say when I was in Tempe, I got the same thing. The same looks like, what are you doing? And we're still in March, so it's still Women's History Month. Um, So I wanted to share this as like a woman. And again, I could be completely misreading all of this. Like... You know what I'm saying? I could be completely wrong. Um, but I but I do have a communication degree. And so 
in the process of learning about communication, we talk about faces and looks and, and such as things as that. And so, you know, there is a little science backed um, that, that I have like information backed because I, I did study nonverbal cues and like I study these things. Which is why I notice so much, and people are always like, "You're misread." Like, no, I I studied this, right? Like, I studied nonverbal cues. I studied um, language. I like I studied these things. So it's just interesting. It's just interesting that like I have to be hyper aware of my surroundings at all times. I have to pay attention to the faces that are looking at me. Um, And that's just life as a woman, right? But it doesn't have to be. I should be able to own myself and my body and choosing whether it's what I wear and what I eat and what I, how I walk, where I enter spaces into, right? Like, I should be able to choose those things. And you can argue, oh, we're in a space where you can totally do that. You can argue that, but we're, we're still in spaces. We're still in a time where it's like still taboo and uncomfortable. Where we're still being attacked or labeled for just being and choosing oneself. So I just wanted to share that. Um, again, if you enjoy the podcast, you enjoy me, Kim's, Kim's and I's, whichever it is, banter. If you enjoy the little conversations, if you enjoy the little moments that I have where I just come on here and just talk, you know, let us know. Let us know how we're doing, what we're doing. Um, our numbers are growing, which is beautiful. Thank you so much for those who have been sharing the podcast. But continue to share. Continue to let people know about what we're doing. Um, you know, I know, I know I'm not for everyone, but for those who've been rocking with me this far, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I challenge you to pay attention to how you walk into spaces. I know if you are, um, black, if you are indigenous, um, if you're a person of color, if your skin is any shade of brown, like I noticed, excuse me, I know you already noticed these things, right? I think there's some people who who don't, um, but you already know I, I ain't telling you nothing new. I'm not saying nothing new, but I want you to know that you belong into any space you walk into. You belong in any space you want to belong into, and there's space for you, and you can walk in however you choose to as your full self completely, and you will be accepted as such. So, that's that. Peace.